0: Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. In today's episode, we'll read the Wren Island series, part three, scene thirty-five. First, let's recap what happened when we previously visited Wren Island. In the last episode, help finally arrived for Allison, who is injured and alone on a remote island. But the help came in the form of a guy, Lester, who was less than helpful, and a teenage girl, Maddie, who looks like she might need rescuing herself. Allison started to feel creeped out by Lester, and more and more worried about Maddie. Now we're heading back to Wren Island, where everyone has an opinion about whether to worry or not about Allison. We'll spend about six and a half minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to find out how a detail in this scene was determined by a reader. Here we go. The Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 3, Scene 35. Macy clicked closed the Instant Pot. Hold pork sandwiches for lunch today. On slices of the fresh bread. Virgil's son, Jax, had promised to deliver from the market. If Allison got home in time for lunch, but Allison would probably still be away at lunchtime enjoying herself, eating somewhere fun, in a cafe maybe. Anne used to love discovering new restaurants. Allison was like Anne in so many ways. Shasta stuck her head in the doorway. Hack's getting ready to leave. Now? Macy's heart flip-flopped. What about you, Shasta? Are you... Shasta shook her head, her silver hoop earrings swinging. More new jewelry. One of these days, Macy was going to have a conversation with Shasta about her spending habits. Wasn't an awful lot of Allison's money going out the door? But Shasta would laugh that off, too. You've got to let yourself live a little, Mace at least shasta wasn't flying off today that was good enough for now outside macy collected melia and virgil from the flower beds where they were raking leaves the three of them joined shasta ralph and hack on the beach just beyond the surf hack's plane bobbed there's nothing like alaska in the summertime hack flexed muscled arms over his head anyone want to come along shasta elbowed him not this time hacky boy see you in the fall Virgil nodded toward Hack's plane. You can fly pretty low in that thing, can't you? Yep, that's one reason it's handy for filming. Macy glanced at Virgil. Was Virgil thinking the same thing she was? Hack, why don't you fly around today and see if you spot Allison? Oh, pooh, Mace. Shasta rolled her eyes. Ralph shook his head. All you biddies and you're worrying. All you've got to do is look up her tracker. What? Ralph nodded toward his own flat-fronted cargo hauler. It's a GPS device attached to the vessel to prevent theft or track when the owner's not on board. Knowing how safety-conscious Allison is, I bet she's got one. Look it up. Website? Hack pulled out his phone and tapped in the address Ralph gave him. Name a vessel? Macy looked at her sisters. Didn't any of them know the name of Allison's boat? Buttercup, Virgil and Ralph answered at the same time. Buttercup? Like the little yellow flower? Melia's smile widened. Macy smiled back at Melia. Allison's bright yellow cruiser did look a lot like a buttercup. In one of her visions to fall asleep, Macy sometimes wandered through a field of the blooming yellow flowers. But why were Ralph and Virgil the only ones who knew the name of Allison's boat? Wasn't that the sort of information Macy ought to be included in, too? Here she is, Hack held up the phone, right here on Wren. Macy looked at the screen. Looked at Allison's dock. Allison's vacant dock. Oh, for goodness sake, Hack, that's not at all helpful. Ralph reached for the phone and scrolled. Wren must be the last location she allowed a public update. No collision signals, though, and no SOS. She's probably fine. Hack retrieved his phone. I'll be able to see more if I get into her account. Get into her account? Virgil's eyes narrowed. Hack tapped the screen. Here you go. She's at a little island south of the Canadian border. Seal Rock. Been there since yesterday afternoon, probably relaxing, drinking something fun. At the Look Hack Center, Macy cringed. A few minutes later, with a whine of the engine and a spray of salt water, Hack flew off. Soon, he was a disappearing speck in the blue sky. Shasta and Ralph linked arms and walked toward the forest. Melia and Virgil chatted their way back toward the house. Macy followed, listening. Stepping carefully around a clump of dune grass, Melia sighed. I don't think I'd want to spend the summer in Alaska. Oh, why not? Virgil adjusted his ball cap. Alaska can't be any nicer than Wren. Virgil agreed this must be true. At the house, Virgil turned to Macy. Ed and I are putting in some fence posts today. Fence posts? As a guide along the trail leading up to the market. We might add them to the forest trails, too. Just wood posts with ropes strung between, like they have at the commune. Can I help? Melia propped a rake against the house. Was hoping you'd ask. Virgil handed Melia a pair of work gloves, and they walked up the drive toward the market. Macy turned to go inside and almost stumbled over a blinking Louise. She looked at the dog. Don't you want to go off with someone more fun, too? Louise twitched her upper right lip and showed her teeth, her whole back end wiggling. The sound of Ed's all-terrain vehicle approaching the market reached them. When the engine stopped and cheerful voices called to each other, Louise tilted her head, listening, then blinked back at Macy. She patted the dog. Just for you, we'll go in through the front door. As Macy prepared lunch, she passed bits of cork to both dogs. That business of Hack getting into Allison's vessel tracker information was strange, wasn't it? Ralph specifically said there was public info and there was not public info. Then Hack said something about logging in as Allison. How could he do that, though? Goodness, was Hack even his real name? Or had he earned it as a nickname? Shasta would tell her she was worrying too much. Take a chill pill, Mace. And that comment about Allison maybe wanting to get away to drink. Allison had always said she didn't mind if they didn't keep alcohol in the house. And Macy had always believed Allison meant it. The thought of Allison sneaking away on her own just because she wanted to drink was enough to... Macy pulled out her phone, tapped a text to her sponsor, tapped a few responses back and forth, took some deep breaths, did some stretching... Jack's arrived with a promised loaf of bread. When he eyed the bowl of steaming pork, Macy fixed him a sandwich and sat him down at the table. She poured him a glass of milk and brought the cookie platter near. She asked him questions she thought a teenage boy might want to answer and learned about all kinds of interesting stuff. Riding lawnmower engines, baking recipes, the latest video games, stuff she would have felt bad about missing out on if she never got another chance to ask. Because she was a caretaker now. And she was mostly good at it, if you didn't count everything that got broken along the way. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 35. Until this point in the story, I hadn't noticed the name of Allison's boat, her bright yellow cruiser. Now, though, we needed to know the name, so I asked readers for suggestions. A boat name often reflects the owner's personality, or it nods to the home port. Short and memorable, it might even be a pun. Readers sent me great ideas for the boat name, exceptional, fun ideas, and one reader submitted a name so perfect it zinged right into my heart. Buttercup. Can't you just imagine Alison on one of those nature walks she loves, pausing to appreciate blooming wildflowers like buttercup's? Can't you just picture Louise sticking her nose in the flowers, maybe sneezing? All right, my friend, Allison's so-called rescue is coming up in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast, or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. Right away, you'll receive the most recent ebook version of the Rent Island series, and you'll be the first to hear about new developments in the story and opportunities to influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.